Good day to you. We're glad you're joining us again. My name is Brooks Gray. I'm here with Lee Sinkowski. This is Social Small Business, a podcast by SMG. We are a small business marketing agency, and we love talking business and marketing. And we missed last week. Uh, that's true, but if you didn't tell anybody, they probably wouldn't have known, and then we wouldn't have looked well, as I'm bad. I'm coming clean. We missed last week because we are sorry, but we were so busy last week that we could not get it to our podcast. Yeah. So this is not only a podcast to benefit you, this is also our confessional. Yes, we're sorry. It, last week was big, and this week is big, too, because... You mentioned, was it last episode or a couple episodes ago, about your husband being elected? Yes, he was sworn in last night. Yeah. So he, um, his official first day is today. Nice. Congratulations to Blake. So it's over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's that easy. Um, hey, what are we discussing today? Well, this is all you today. Uh, Brooks oh, is our uh, chief digital officer and... and that includes design. So we are going to talk about uh, the hierarchy of what? Yeah, uh, I thought let's talk about design hierarchy. You had oh, mentioned, so I had it backwards. You had mentioned um, you could call it whatever you want. I see a lot of bad social graphics. Yeah, I see a lot of bad billboards, a lot of bad newspaper ads, and I just think who didn't tell them what they need to know to make this look better. So well, we're going to try to help you today. Absolutely. And for for most people, most people know what a good design is for the most part, I think. Yeah. They just can't explain maybe why it's like they'll see something and say, yeah, I like this, but I don't like this one. Mm -hmm. But they couldn't tell you all the details. No, that's me because I'm not a designer. But I can tell you, I can look at something and be like, Brooks, something's off here. Yeah. And then I can, then you can usually just snap your fingers and you fix it right away because you're that good. But that's me. I don't have that that skill, but I've got the eye. Well, can I share with you a secret? What? Since we're confessing today. Go ahead. Um, so a lot of times when you say, I don't like this part, I'm already thinking it. But I may have just reached a point in designing it that I just hit a block. And I was like, I, I don't know what I need to do with this to make it look better right now. So I'm just going to send it. But a lot of times just stepping away from it and coming back to it is like, a, OK, and getting a second set of yeah. eyes. Yeah. Because do I, do I give you any like inspiration when that happens? Sometimes. But then sometimes, too, when I'm thinking I really cannot get happy or satisfied with this, I'll send it to you. And you're like, that looks amazing. It looks great. Oh, and I'm like, oh, OK. <laughs> so. Uh, and then we'll just go with that design. Yeah, and and getting to know the the people you design for, you've. I think that's always when we have a ton of clients. When you're working for one business, it's a lot easier. So I applaud you for getting to know all of our clients and being able to switch back and forth from brand to brand. So it's not always easy. No, it's so, not. And that also brings up a what could be a very interesting discussion and in thinking about that. What I, what I just said, sometimes you say, yeah, that looks great. It's good. Let's go with it. But in my mind, people who are designers or creators, most of the time are never 100% satisfied. So there are a majority of the times where I'm like, 
this is okay, but like I, I want to do something else to it. But running an agency, or even if you're the only person, if you're a business owner or the only person in a business that's doing this type of stuff, sometimes you you can't let perfection get in the way of good enough. Right. Sometimes it's just time to move on. Right. Um, and that's that's been a huge battle for me because I want things to be perfect. And so coming to that place where I'm saying, you know what, this is 85% of the way there. Let's go with it. Um, and then we're on to the next task. And it's not because I don't care about it, but it's at that point, it's probably just not worth spending a few like, more especially hours. Especially if it's a social graphic. And that's yeah. what I know you've got a lot you want to talk about, but that's my first question is that, that led me right into it. How much time should you actually spend on creating these graphics for social? Because we've said before, try to stay away from graphics. Yeah. Uh, so specifically for social, um, man, that, that kind of varies even with me. Because we kind of did that cost analysis on it. It's yeah. like, you know, if three people see it, did you really need to spend three hours on it? Right. And I think that comes down to who you're marketing to, how how effective you are on social media, how much engagement those posts are getting. If there's a ton of eyes on it, I'd probably spend a little more time mm-hmm. making sure certain things were where they needed to be and it looked great but if if you're just getting started um it's not worth you spending an hour on one graphic right to just make one post if only you know if you've got 150 followers and really would we say last week two percent yeah two percent of followers are seeing your organically seeing your content but if you're going to use it as an ad maybe spend right. more time on it right so definitely so that would be huge. Con context would probably. So what what tips do you have for people that maybe don't know how to use Photoshop? They might be using Canva. Um, there's basic design principles, right? Absolutely. Uh, the, before I get too much into those, the first thing I would probably say is content. And we've heard this a bazillion times. Content is king. Even for designers. But when you say that, you're not saying stuff a bunch of content into an ad. No, no, no. But what I am saying, just as an example, I can't tell you how many times I have worked with clients who will send me a graphic or uh, maybe a website or something. Website's probably not a great example. Flyer or something like that. And they're like, man, I really love the way this looks. Like, can we do something like this? And I'm thinking, okay, sure, yeah. So I'll get to work laying some stuff out. And they'll, you know, they might say, we'll get you all the content um, in a week or two. Okay, I'll get started on a few things. Well, then all of a sudden it turns into they have three times the amount of content. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, there's no way your design can look like what you just sent me because you, you've got way, way too many words um, or not enough images or whatever the case may be. So that's what I'm saying and saying content is king. Your design is going to be um, directly uh, affected by what kind of content or how much um, content you're putting on the piece of Material. So develop the content first. Yes. So, and that's one thing we do as a as a company. We have a writer who, you know, before we start any website designs or most of or pretty much any uh, rack cards or brochures, anything like that, she'll write the content for it because 
I can only, you know, I'm not going to come up with a crazy good design and then realize I can't use half of these elements because I have to fit wording on here, you know, way more wording than I was expecting. So, and then when you do the design, you want for especially for social when you do those like content calendars you don't put all the content on the graphic correct please you don't have to keep putting uh, links on your graphics i don't know who needs to hear that no links on graphics we repeat i I won't say it's the worst thing in the world if you put a website be like they're not clickable Uh, when people see a link they automatically think oh i can click this well what's it do it just makes your image bigger right put the (laughs) link in the comments or in the actual post and most of the most of the content like if you're having a sale just put sale on the graphic and put all what's for sale in the content yeah so yeah I will say a lot of times with social media, the graphic or the image or whatever it is, is there to get attention. Right. It doesn't have to be full of a bunch of content. But anyway, moving on from that, when we're talking about design hierarchy, what what's important? What are those elements that I should be paying attention to? Well, we're, I'm going to try to make this as simple as possible. One, I'll just give you a list of several of them. Think about position of the elements. Um, the size of the elements is important. Color, contrast, where they're aligned, how they're aligned. You know, just do certain things get repeated, and then proximity. How close are things together? And I could break down all of those individually, and maybe, maybe I could one day. Maybe I should just do like a uh, more of a master class type setting. Mm-hmm. And put it on our website to help people out. But You're still going to put these little tips on there, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the position, um, that's huge. Even when you're thinking about website design, or um, and you can see this about any website you go to, there are two main patterns, two, maybe three, main patterns that, that we see in our brains um, are wired to see things and fill in the gaps of things you don't see. That was a lot of weird words to say. Mm-hmm. Anyway, when you're thinking of the Z pattern, just think of a Z, the shape of a Z. You read across the top. So if you think about your menu bar, mm-hmm. you got all your links. And then you go diagonally down to the bottom left corner of the page. So maybe you put some important content in the center because your eyes are going to go boom, boom. Yeah. Across the center of the page, something in the lower left left. corner and then maybe a call to action in the do you feel like um i know i'm going back to social because you know that's where my brain goes so do you feel like you need to put a logo on every single image on social uh not necessarily but i have two thoughts about that one is hopefully you'll have some sort of branding in your user account Um, yeah whether it may not even be your logo but your name Mm -hmm. Like people will see who it's posted by, mm-hmm. um, but if you're concerned about people hijacking your images or stealing stuff, slap a watermark on there. Um, but yeah, social is a little different animal because the way my my brain sees social media is the first thing I well no the first thing I see is at a glance is this interesting or not, and as soon as I make that assessment, then I'm seeing who posted it. 
because there are times where I might see something like this looks interesting and then I'll look and see who posted it and I'm like, no, I ain't reading it. You know, what <laughs> What I do with social um, is if it's informational, I put the logo on it. Yeah. But if it's relational, I don't. That makes total sense. So that's that's what I do typically so, on social. But I know we're talking about design in general, no, but that's just for the social side yeah. of it. I, I don't think it's wrong to put a logo on it at all. I mean, because in the But end, don't make it take up a third of the... Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Again. We've seen um, a few of those in um, our time. Unless <laughs> your goal is, hey, I really want people to see my logo. Well, then, yeah, slap it huge on everything. Um, but anyway... My the other thing I'll get past some of the technical side of it just to give people a better help them wrap their minds around several of these principles. Think through too, even thinking through the content, what's important. Like if you're creating a social graphic, if you're creating a flyer, what's the what's the most important part of this thing? Because how often do we get requests to do something and then we have they want us to make changes a client um says hey can you make this bigger and i'm sitting here looking at the design thinking well yeah i can make it bigger but then what's going to be smaller yeah yeah Um, but a lot of times they may just be seeing some empty space and i'm thinking no that empty space is there for a reason so think through what's important in your design because if everything is important then nothing's important. Right. People They all can't be equally important. Right. right. And you don't want to make always think about the user. You don't want them to have to work to figure out what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. You just want them to quickly I think I read something that like our brains when it, uh, you know talking about these viewing patterns and stuff, our brains like within milliseconds can, you know, tell us whether or not we're going to keep looking at something because it's clear and it's concise and it makes sense. It's easy to understand. And the resolution is good. And the resolution is good. <laughs> or, or if it's, if we're going to have to really make our brains work to read this. And a great example I have of this is think about those, um, a news website or the, the weather channel. Like if you go to these sites, there are ads everywhere. And they're and they're always moving yes. and they're yeah. And so your brain has to do a lot of work. With the weather channel, it's not as big a deal because you're going to find the weather. So you can kind of block out a lot of those right. distractions because you know what you're going for. But if you're on a I mean, there's so many times I'll click on a news site and if I if I'm like, Whoa, what am I supposed to be looking at? I just leave immediately because I don't want to take the time to figure out what you're trying to tell me. I go straight to the search bar. Yeah. I don't even <laughs> Dude, give them that. Because it's it's overwhelming. <laughs> but that that brings up a good point, the overwhelming like I know everyone's probably seen a billboard that has eighteen words crammed on it. And um, that's actually billboards are supposed to be a branding space, a campaign type space. And what's your recommendation on billboards? You create a lot of those. Yeah, they're not my favorite either. <laughs> uh, keep them as simple as possible. I mean, especially if you're thinking about where people are seeing them, they're mostly on high traffic areas. Mm-hmm. You might randomly see three to five uh, seconds. Yeah, I was th- I was trying to think. There's there has been occasions where I've been driving down like back roads and thought, "What is a billboard doing out here?" Because <laughs> it's a long read time. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. Um, but yeah, people have three to five seconds if that you know unless they're at a stoplight and at stoplight there's a lot of digital boards so they flip every seven seconds so 
yeah but even even those like i have i have my own opinions on those because there's been times where scrolling through driving by those changing billboards or those um try spinning try visions yeah yeah things it's like you by the time you get close enough to see what it is, it's already it's changed. in the middle of changing to the yeah. other one, and then you're trying to figure out, okay, now what I'm looking at, and then it's gone. <laughs> so, so and, and on those, you have to make it simple because they don't have very long. It's not a static board, so right. And I have I, I, t- I was talking to somebody not too long ago when they were discussing a billboard. They showed me their design that they had done, and it was a lot. I mean, there was there was a lot of information on it. Like you you couldn't have read it in. 20 15 to 20 seconds Mm -hmm. and i i threw that out there you know most of the time you want to stick within six to eight words on your on your and that kills so many people to have to do that uh, they're like yeah i've heard that but all all this stuff's important and in my mind i'm thinking well what you're really telling me is none of that's important because yes Um, that's accurate because i'm not going to read any of it (laughs) so on my end if someone wants a billboard i'm gonna i always ask what are you going to use it for because if it's to write a book, that's not <laughs> that's not okay. But if it's like for an event, you know, that has a date or, a, or just a branding um, or you welcoming someone to the business, then you can keep it pretty simple. So I'm glad we touched on that. Well, a good example, too. Let's take a concert, for instance. Mm-hmm. Let's say somebody wants to advertise for a concert. And they're like, yeah, we need to have the headliner and then we but we also need to put the opening act on there we need to put the date and the time and the location and i'm like whoa chill out like mm-hmm. that's going to be a lot of information on the on the board because it, I, I, f- I feel like ultimately with billboards you want to get them to somewhere else to find more information right absolutely um, it's not the it's not the end goal the billboard like this is not our only marketing thing this is just a piece of the larger market i'm glad you brought that puzzle. up i just saw kane brown announced a concert that he's going to have in march in knoxville and the design hierarchy of that was kane brown and then little bitty at towards the bottom left was um Dustin Lynch, the opening act. So you didn't have to have all the stuff. And I'm sure there's somebody came before Dustin Lynch, but you don't have to include all the stuff. You just got to the spark the uh, attention, get, get the attention. Right. Curiosity goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And I've heard this said about um, movie theaters. So um, when you when you go to the movie theater and you watch a trailer, what does it not tell you? Do you have an answer for that? Oh, no. I thought it was a, I thought this it doesn't, <laughs> a rhetorical I question. It, it kind of was, but I didn't know if you had an answer. Um, it, it doesn't tell you um, what time it's going to be showing, where it's going to be showing, how you can get there. You know, it just show it, it, it just piques your interest mm-hmm. like, man, I'd love to see that movie. And then you're going to go out on your own and figure out where and when you can and watch it. And that's what you te- – te- technically, that's what you want design to do. Yeah. Peak the interest so you read the content. Right. Yeah. And so, or get you to the place to read the content. And so the biggest thing, I think, the biggest takeaway for me that I see so often is don't cram stuff full of information. White space is your friend. Like, leave leave the eyes room to breathe. Yes, we're big fans of white space here. We like to use it so that um, it's, it's just easier. It's easier for the reader. It's easier for the consumer. Yeah, and think – think too the last time you read a newspaper what is it it's just crammed full yes of there's no white space none 
but they're trying you know they're filling it up with advertisements and stuff but your designs don't have to be that way for your business no and I actually company. if if you're advertising on a newspaper site the sim- the more simple the better yeah. because then people will be uh, uh, attracted to that and then click through to your website so. yeah if i see a page full of information and then i see like a big white space with a tiny QR code in it with nothing else. Do you remember the Super Bowl? I was going to bring that up next. I, and I did a billboard with just a QR code to test it, yeah. and it worked. I did put a tracking code on so it. So, for those of you not aware, this past year in the Super Bowl, um, somebody, I can't even remember who it, it was. It was Bitcoin. Now. Bitcoin, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they had a commercial that said nothing knows where it was just a floating qr that hit it was like that old like uh on the office yeah. where they, the screensaver. They, they were the screensaver <laughs> where it like hit the side yeah. so you just have this qr code bouncing around for 20 or 30 yeah, seconds that was it and i scanned it I did too. and it crashed their site yeah their site crashed because so many people scanned so it. curiosity <laughs> so. is is good when it comes to design because you you do want to just pique the interest yeah all right. Any last words? Final words? Well, you know, I got a joke. Oh boy. I mean, why don't eggs tell jokes? They'd crack each other up. Oh man. Hey, next week we're going to talk about the art of networking, and then we have a special guest the week after that, and I can't wait to welcome my friend and owner of Lakeway Auto, Brett Williams. Who we talk about a lot. We talk about them a lot, we're so we're going to make to we're it. making him come on the podcast with us. Yeah, this is going to be an exciting month. We have an on-location recording, too. We do, at the end of the month. So yeah, y'all have to check back with us. Tune in. Thanks for joining us. Thanks.